They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard I never took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns Bumps and bruises I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell A block away from heaven Hey everyone, it's Gary A. Swaby And you're now listening to Powercast episode 17 And we're going to be discussing Power season 4 episode seven the episode was called you lied to my face um and i'm here with mr richard bailey how are you doing rich doing very good gary what's up uh, listeners and viewers good good and also here with miss dana abercrombie how are you doing dana hello everybody i'm doing wonderful awesome so yeah um very interesting episode um, a lot kind of happened, and it, I feel like this episode opened up a lot of uh, new plot threads as well. So let's get straight into the quick recap, and then we'll get right into our thoughts and discussion. So um, at the top of the episode, we see Jamie me- meeting up with Tommy, and he fills him in on what happened with the stash house and about Kanan being alive. And um, Tariq is in the car while they're talking. And eventually Tommy asks Tariq if Dre knew about Kanan because, you know, he kind of has some paranoia about Dre. Uh, And then later on, um, after Jamie gets home, he has a little argument with Tasha about Tariq and, you know, his well-being and everything. And the fact that Tasha was letting Tariq hang out with Kanan and stuff like that. Uh, Eventually Stern shows up and he... um, He shows up with a publicist and he tries to persuade Jamie and Tasha to do a televised interview with the children involved as well. Um, Tasha, of course, protests, but Jamie says it might be a good idea. Uh, Later on, we see Tommy meeting Dre outside some sort of warehouse. And Tommy immediately asks about Kanan. And Dre, of course, denies that, you know, he even knew Kanan was still alive. Um, And then he tells Tommy that he's worried about Julio and they go inside the warehouse and they find his body. Uh, Tommy notices that it was the Toro Locos because, um, you know, Julio's tattoo was cut off. And um, Dre immediately asks to be promoted as Distro. And, you know, he is granted that opportunity to become Distro. And later on, we uh, we see a lot of scenes of the prosecution team. But there's one scene where Angela asks Donovan to look up, you know, who was actually on duty when they raided Club Truth to try and find out who planted the gun and who actually is the mole. Um, later on, Tommy threatens Julio's killer and he forces him to set up a meet between him and the Toro Loco leader. And his name is Diego. Um, and later on in the episode... Um, we see John having a discussion with Sax in the subway and he asks why he met with Bailey. And he also mentions at that point that he called Bailey to, you know, confirm and ask why he had a discussion 
with Sachs, but he hasn't heard back from, you know, from Bailey at that point. Um, and Jamie and family conduct the interview and the interviewer actually asks Tasha why she isn't wearing her wedding ring. And Tasha, you know, she looks at Terry and then she lies saying that she had to sell it to cover the legal fees for Jamie's case. Later on, we see Tommy meeting up with Diego and his sister and he tells them that they owe him and he asks for, for some of their territory as well as access to the borders in California because we know that, you know, he wants to expand the operation with the Serbs. Um, later on, there's a mixer event and, you know, St- Stern introduces Jamie to a councilman. And later on, Jamie also talks to another councilman played by Lorenz Tate. But, um, Stern actually wants, he warns Jamie not to work with Tate at that point. And his name is actually Tate in the show as well. Um, the first name is different, but, um, the surname is the same, which is interesting. Um, and later on, we see Sandoval show up at Donovan's house with the gun. Um, and you know, before he even knocks on the door, he's got the gun ready and everything. But, um, the daughter opens the door and, you know, she says that, um, Donovan isn't even home. And Sandoval was a bit, you know, he's a bit shaken up because he didn't expect the daughter to be there at that point. And, you know, he, he just leaves. Um, and then we see Donovan show up at Angela's place and he tells her, you know, he shows, he tells her his suspicions and everything. He actually suspects that it was Sachs, but they watch some footage and they realize that, you know, um, it was actually Sandoval that went upstairs while they were raiding Club Truth. And then at that point, Sachs also shows up who Sachs is suspecting Donovan, but then, you know, Angela tells, Sacks to come inside and at that point they probably all look at the footage together um and then later on we see Tasha show up at Terry's place and of course they get it on you know Tasha finally gets her sex scene and everything so yeah that happens finally um later on we see Jamie um Jamie gives Tommy the phone to call Teresi and he also kind of grills him about the Bailey murder And he tells him about, you know, um, the fact that he killed the marshal and everything. So they have a bit of a discussion about that. Uh, And then John shows up outside Proctor's apartment building. And he tells him that his number was the last number that Bailey called before he went missing. And that the last ping on the cell phone tower was at this very location, which is outside Proctor's, you know, apartment building. And uh, Proctor, of course, denies all of that, like denies um, talking to, you know, um, Bailey and knowing what happened to him. And the final scene is Tommy in his car calling Teresi. And of course, Teresi admits that he is his father. He even goes as far as to tell Tommy about his mother. So, you know, at that point, Tommy knows he can't be lying and it must be the truth. And that's how the episode ends. Uh, a lot more happened, and I will be, you know, bringing up a lot um, that did happen. I have a lot of questions after that episode. But Miss Dana Abercrombie, what are your thoughts on that episode? Um. Well, I'm starting to become very frustrated with the show. There's a lot of different things that's going on already originally, and I've 
feel that each episode it just keeps adding more and more to it to the point where I'm starting it to me it feels like it's starting to lose focus of what was originally starting out and as we already had from before remember the teaming of what I called super friends Jamie and Kanan and now it just seems like they don't exactly know I'm not going to say they don't know what they're doing but it just seems that they're adding too many complicated situations that's going on I am very frustrated the most probably at Tasha. Yes, I understand that the whole point is and the part of me is I'm kind of conflicted. My thing is that yes, Tasha deserves, you know, to get it on and 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 she's been built up and frustrated and she has to deal with Jamie and Jamie basically has not been a very good husband, a good spouse, a good friend, a good lover, a good, you know, just good at all. And I do feel that yes, this is a wonderful way for her to get her frustrations out and as you know they say for her to get it on but i just kind of feel that the scene was just made was there to just to be there to appease people i don't really see her character growing and, and you know going somewhere i do however will say one positive thing is what i did love was the fact that it's called you lied to my face and everything that you see you get to slowly see all of the different you know people are putting on basically the show for the outside world and i do appreciate that the most but overall i just don't feel i'm starting to lose a connection to it so that is my main problem so far with the show and basically <clears throat> it's been wrapping up little small situations that's in this in this um episode that we've kind of expected for a while now So it wasn't exciting or it wasn't any type of revelation. It was just confirming our beliefs and things that we already knew. So for me, I would kind of say it was a little bit of a throwaway episode. Okay, interesting. Yeah, um, you know, I do kind of agree with you in this, you know, in the sense that it, you know, some of the the plots are becoming a bit convoluted because at this point it's hard to tell where like the the drugs are going like the the drug storyline like we don't there's so many different people involved now that it's like it is kind of spiraling out of control a little bit like it's hard to really predict or understand where that's going to go the whole you know drug storyline but um I'm still it's still got my attention I'm still kind of interested as as for Kanan I feel like last week's episode was kind of a way to um write him out of the show for a little while um it seems that way anyway and he'll probably pop back up you know at some um important point and then you know he'll become like the main bad guy again or something like that or he'll be involved in the drug trade somehow i don't know but yeah i feel like he's he's having a break from the show at this I'm point and we probably any type of fear or respect for for Gaina, though Because you know yeah. we had this great plot and this great story of him kidnapping the son, and we had all these. Yes, we had our theories, and our theories were wrong about how it was supposed to end up. But at the same time, it just feels like you know you have you build something up to such a greatness, and you don't have a way of writing yourself out of it. You don't have anything planned, or you yeah. write that character, so it just feels like everything that you're writing is literally just on the go instead of it being planned out. That's what I feel like this is becoming. slowly becoming yeah. my frustration with this this with the show so far and i know that we have what is it 10 episodes in season 
And we're already on episode seven. Yep. What the heck are they gonna do? You're adding more storylines and more things going on, and nothing is really connecting. And you got like three episodes left, unless everything is expected to be hung on a on a hiff, on a, hiff, on a cliff hanger. And you know, and they'll wrap it up in the middle of the fifth season. But what they can wrap up with, they're not really doing that great of a job doing. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was just ranting. Yeah, no, I, I I feel you. I understand you. Um, yeah, it is. I guess because we expected the final episode to be, you know, when Jamie actually learns that Kanan is back, and that kind of didn't happen. So it's. It is at this point it is kind of hard to predict like where it's going now and like what might happen and what's actually going to be a, a, a decent end to the season um but i do i i do have faith in the writing team and i feel like we're in for a treat with these last three episodes um but yeah um it's hard to really imagine what what they have in store for us at this point uh but richard what's your thoughts after seeing that episode well, before I give my thoughts, let me just make a very quick comment. Uh, I, I know that there was some criticisms with the last episode, in particular, that it felt like there was a lot of storyline going on. And I know that there was all of this news afterwards that they really tried to extend the season of power. Um, my thought is that, you know, they they could have extended, you know, they could have had that other storyline with Tommy. In another episode because I mean they've already been greenlit for another season so I'm not sure why they needed to put all that in one episode when they could have spread it out because they've already they already have 10 more episodes coming next season but uh, I'm not sure you know we'll, we'll have to see what the plan is for that but uh, to get back on track with this particular episode um, yeah there was quite a bit going on in this episode I have about really five quick points I wanted to make so first off I have to say this, the Tariq character, I know there was a lot of people last week that I spoke to, and they said they really, really thought this character was dumb. They wanted something to happen to this character. This, again, you know, to see him go through all of this stuff and to see that the character is still a bit of an asshole, I still want to see him get punished uh, for what he's been doing, you know, still treating, you know, listening to the parents, talking back to the parents to some degree, still treating his sister badly. And of course, now he's hooked on the syrup. So uh, I do feel that this character, I definitely still want to see something happen to this character. I don't know if I want to see the character get killed, but I do want to see him get punished to some degree. Or oh, oh, you want to see him get killed. <laughs> well, yeah, like a scared straight gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely needs something because I know we, we've seen the Instagram pictures of, you know, there was a picture of somebody holding the belt. And, you know, saying that they want this to happen to, to him. But, yeah, something needs to happen to him because, I mean, it's like he goes through all of this stuff. And then it's like it just doesn't really make a difference. And then I saw the scene where he sat down. He's playing the video game, still shooting up the characters. And it's like, he, did he not just realize that Jukebox got shot in real life? No, he doesn't care about any of that stuff. So I definitely want to see something happen to this character uh, moving forward. I don't know what it is, but I guess we'll find out in the next couple episodes. Another point to make, I know they had the whole interview with Ghost, and as Dana pointed out, you know, very well, that a lot of people, it, it's like everything is an act with certain characters. So I do like the title of this episode. You know, you had 
the whole thing where Tariq lied to to Tommy about the fact that uh, that uh, you know um, Dre knew about him, Kanan, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, a lot of lies throughout this whole episode. But that whole interview process that I found interesting because even the reporter knew that the story was BS. And the fact that at towards the end of that episode, you see her trying to come on to go saying, I know, I know this is all a lie. I know you're not happy. That leads me to feel that, you know, Ghost may have another affair, uh, a very brief fling with that woman because it just seemed like it's leading in that direction where she knows that everything is not what it seems with that whole family. And then of course, the fact that Tasha's messing around with Terry. So I'll be curious to see what happens once uh, we actually do find out about that. And to segue into that, the whole Tasha affair thing, uh, my thing is this, you know, yeah, Tasha was done wrong in the relationship. But, you know, in a marriage, it is equal partnership. So both sides are to fault for the things that they've done. We do know that Tasha messed around with Sean already in, in, in this particular show. So I think she already got what she wanted. But the whole thing now involving Terry, you know, I know, Gary, you've already said on uh, early episodes, you don't like this character for some reason. And I felt that way with this particular thing, because this guy knows that she's still technically a married woman. Uh, but you still, you know, cross that line. And she also obviously deserves the, the blame for going to the house in the first place to really, you know, put that out there. But it, it happened so quick. You know, I felt like, you know, you talk about how this story progressed. The affair happened so fast. You know, it's like it was not really any time for it to build up. And I think this goes to the fact of, you know, you're wondering why they're rushing along some of the storytelling. I don't no, understand. It felt like lust. It was just lost. You yeah. know what was really random? Like, what? Why was she all of a sudden at a karaoke with him? Like, that, yeah. that was weird. Like, she just... <laughs> that was like out of nowhere. Yeah, Dana, you said lust and desperation. The, the karaoke thing did come out of nowhere. Um, I, I think that was that 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 happened real, really, really quick for me. I was like, you know, I, I knew that I said something was going to happen with that. I didn't think it was going to happen that fast where, you know, one episode, like, thank you for saving my husband. And then in the next episode, they screw it. It's like, wow. Well, that's, 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 a, that's a good thank you gesture, I would say. But uh, we'll see what goes, what happens with that. Two other quick points I want to make. Uh, Gary, you mentioned last week that you feel as though the violence is the new sex. I want to say this, this new uh, Jimenez group that they have now introduced as another, uh, you know, adversary that was a brutal, you know, th these guys are also dangerous as well. You know, I understand they had to show the brutality of what they do when they made the guy snort the coke and then get and they killed him and his wife. That was, uh, yeah, that right there is what I would expect from this show in terms of them showing the drug game and showing how dark and dirty and grimy it really is. So this new threat is going to be an issue. And now that Tommy has to do business with them again. I, I feel like that particular partnership is that's not going to lead to a positive result for him. It may give him more problems to have to deal with on top of the fact that that he has to deal with the fact that Tarasi is his father also. Um, we'll see how that goes. And the very last point that I want to make is one thing I found funny about this episode was the desperation of Sandoval. The fact that this guy goes to uh, <laughs> the other agent's house Already has the gun out. No, no one sees him. Has the gun out, about ready to kill this guy. It's like the, the desperation is just like it, it's laughable how ridiculous it is. 
Um, but I feel like, as we saw at the end of that episode, his time is coming. I'll be surprised if he doesn't get caught by the next episode because, I mean, now it's it's all three of them against him. So I'll be very curious to see how that ends. But uh, the character's desperation uh, and the fact that he was just trying to pin it on somebody else to try to clear himself is just like, it's, it's crazy. But it's funny because I can't wait to see him fall. But those are a couple of my thoughts from, from the episode. <laughs> yeah so like just going off of the uh, Sandoval thing because you know that is one of the things I wanted to talk about like one thing that really annoyed me was like how come none of them ever suspect Sandoval like they all suspect each other but no one ever thinks oh what about Sandoval like and, and another thing is we know they're trying to find who's the mole because the mole is probably the one who planted the gun and like the, the mole actually was in contact with Lobos. So they should be looking at whoever speaks Spanish. And we know that Angela speaks Spanish and Sandoval speaks Spanish. So it, you know, it's baffling how they never suspected him sooner. Like, but they all suspected each other. Like that was really weird to me. But, uh, what I wanted to say was, um, what do you think is the next move of Angela Saxon Donovan? Because now they, they've seen the footage. Clearly, Sandoval goes upstairs and he's the one who plants the weapon. Um, so what do you think their next move is going to be? Like, are they going to, um, are they going to go straight to Sandoval and, you know, confront him directly or are they going to bring it to John? Uh, what do you think they will do and what do you think they should do? Um, go ahead, Dana. Um, I don't the way how I think it should go was that they, 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 sh- it would be convenient for them to go to Sandoval first, but I see this being a very drawn out situation, so they won't. Um, yeah, they should just go to him since they already seen it. But then at the same time, it could also backfire. So it would be wise if they don't. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it would be stupid of them to, to bring it to directly to Sandoval and confront him yeah. directly. Um, cause he's a loose cannon at this point. Um, of course they don't know that he wanted to kill Donovan, thing, though, but really know that. so I could see that them do bring it to him. You know how you try yeah. to sit and reason with somebody and you're like, you pull that person aside and you really want to get their point of view before you jump in and start doing anything. Mm hmm. That is how I feel it may go. Yeah, I, I do feel like Sandoval might kill off one of them at some point. Because, um, yeah, he seems desperate right now, like Rich said. And the fact that he tried to kill Donovan, like, I, I wouldn't put it past him to, like, once he knows they're onto him, like, he's probably going to, you know, it's going to be even more desperate. So I think he might kill off one of them somehow or at some point. Either that or he'll just disappear or something. But, um, Rich, what do you think is going to happen with that? Well, I, I think that's going to be very interesting. I, 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 I do see them maybe potentially going to John because you notice in, in one scene in this particular episode when John had a conversation with Sandoval and after he tried to pin it on Donovan again, you know, he left and then John had like this disgruntled look on his face like he knows Sandoval was up to no good. So they could easily approach him, 
uh, they could also take matters into their own hands and and try to just you know corner you know you know take him in themselves. I mean, it is three of them against one, so uh, that that those numbers will work in their favors. But um, I don't know if they're going to actually approach him about the discussion because obviously it, I think they already know if they try that he will deny everything. To say oh whatever you know some type of excuse I mean they may they may essentially try they may try that in the beginning but then have to be forced to take another approach but um yeah the, the desperation of the character is just a little ridiculous you know that, that's why I say you know and and not not very intelligent either because if he did kill Donovan it's like okay so then now there's only three people left Saxton you know Angela and and, and Sandoval, you know, if you kill off one of the cops, you know, how, how is that going to look, to look, you know, essentially, you know, John will, will remember, well, this guy, Sandoval, was trying to, 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 to go after Donovan to say he, he was the one that did it. So if he killed him, if he succeeded in that, you know, I would think John would be like, okay, hold on a second. This was the guy that was trying to go after Donovan. So that's a little suspicious. But, um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, now that I think about it, you're right. Like that would have been making their job easier because it, it would have narrowed down who who the mole is. You know, if if he got rid of Donovan, so there's going to be like only two other people it could be at that point. Um, you know, besides Sandoval as well. So yeah, um, that was stupid. Uh, definitely a stupid move. But um, yeah, I, I think I think he's on his last legs. I think you know we can, they're going to find out this season and. Um, whether he gets killed or, you know, arrested, uh, that's the question, I think. But I, I definitely feel like he's going to get found out. Um, it's only a matter of time now. But regarding Bailey, we we saw throughout this episode that, you know, people were trying to get in touch with him. And they've, they found out that he, you know, he's not responding. He's been, you know, after a week or so, he's been missing. And it seems like John took it upon himself to kind of um, investigate and find out, you know, he, he went as far as to look into his call history and, you know, where his cell phone pinged. Like, so he's already suspecting that this guy is murdered. Um, all they need now is a body. And, you know, the fact that the last place that was pinged on the cell phone towers outside of Proctor's apartment that is kind of a big deal and um that makes proctor very vulnerable and it makes obviously tommy and jamie vulnerable so what do you think is going to happen with that because obviously they need body before they can investigate it fully but do you feel like that is going to have any bearing on what you know jamie and tommy is doing um you know and will proctor get caught out for that um, and if he does get caught will he give up jamie and tommy uh, what are your thoughts, Rich? Well, I hate to say it, but it looks like uh, Turtle from Entourage is about to get killed. Um, the thing about okay. it is this. It, the, the, thing, the thing about it is this. You know, it, it's like they had this whole thing where he said he had a guy that was going to clean up the scene, so on and so forth. We don't really know any other information about that. But what I do know is this, is that if it ever comes to a situation where he feels as though his life is in danger in, in his daughter because he has a kid. You know, he would easily give up these guys without without a second thought at, at, at all. Um, now, we did see Jamie at the end 
looking at the fact that, you know, he was outside of his place. We don't know what happened with that. I, I assume if there was another conversation that takes place, maybe we'll find out next week. But uh, I just feel like at this point, yes, he did his part by not saying anything. But the fact that the John knows all this information is, is very interesting to see how that's going to come together. Now, obviously, the other situation with Greg, that may distract them for, for a bit because they have to resolve that issue with the next episode, I'm assuming. They will with Sandoval. But uh, there's a lot of things going on uh, in, in terms of, of, of that whole situation. So I'm not really quite sure if Ghost and Tommy will take an approach yet, but eventually they may, ha- may have to kill him. And that's rather unfortunate because I was I liked that character, you know, as far as what he was doing, as far as he, how he had helped them. But, uh, hey, because he witnessed that murder, because it happened in his apartment, that right there was the worst thing that could happen. So I think if it does come down to a situation where the police do find out something and they try to go after him, he, he would be he would have to give up Tommy and them. But he may not get that opportunity because Tommy may just say, well, hey, we'll just cut cut ties from him completely. Make sure he doesn't say nothing by just kill him. But again, we'll have to see whether or not they but I, I feel like these characters, they will do whatever they can to protect themselves. So if they feel as though they are, they are in trouble, then they will have to take him out. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, that that would definitely be a shame because, yeah, I, I like Proctor. He's like one of the characters I actually like in this because there's not that many likable characters, but I like Proctor. Um, Dana, do you think um, Proctor might end up dead? Where do you think this is going, this investigation with with Bailey and everything. Proctor, rest in peace. Yeah, no, everyone's <laughs> disposable at this point. There's too many. There's too many factors right now that just cannot save him. Literally, unless he fakes his own death, that's the only way he'll live. So yeah, he's. I feel he's gonna. It's too many factors. He's gonna go. Yeah. Well, one one yeah, thing I, I mean, will. Oh, oh no! Go ahead. I'll go ahead. Not yeah, no. I, I just want to say one thing. I will say though, if they do kill him, though, that would also be bad for them because it, they will be the ones that, that they, will, you know, obviously the police will suspect them since he was the last person that represented both of them. So for Ghost yeah. and Tommy, that that would be that would put them in a bad situation if they kid did kill him. But uh, I don't no. know. They, you don't no, think so? Me, he's a law- no, he's a lawyer. Do you know how many enemies he has? Way before he met those people, he's a lawyer. Yeah, it's possible. I don't, I don't even see that as being a effect of even thinking that. I think it it would be easy to trace it though to to um to Tommy and Jamie because I mean first Bailey goes missing and then the last person who spoke to Bailey goes missing. Like I think you know it, it's going to be obvious to them at that point that um, it's all tied in because we know that Bailey is tied to Jamie's case because he has evidence so I don't there's too many things going on with this show I don't I don't see (laughs) going after Proctor's killer and arresting them the next day I don't I guess can't see that well hopefully Proctor is safe but uh We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I like 60% expect him to probably die. 
But the way how this show is going, it might just be a 10% chance. Because remember, <laughs> we have 15,000 other storylines that we have to get through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess we'll see. I mean, maybe they just send Proctor away like they did Ruiz or something. But we'll, we'll see. Well, well, you well, taking your death. Well, well, well. You see, you see how that worked out, though. Ruiz did you did get killed eventually, so yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Season five, Proctor dies. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, getting back to Tariq. So, it, it seemed like Tariq's treating Reyna really poorly. Like he he's been really abusive to his sister, and we know he's under the influence of Lean. Um, so yeah, like where do you do you feel like there's gonna be um a conclusion to, you know, him and Raina? Because Raina was talking about getting away and stuff, and you know, obviously Tariq he's mad at his parents and everything and he's angry at Raina for, for not seeing how imperfect their parents are and, and everything else. But do you do you feel like there's a conclusion to this tension between, you know, the, the the siblings and do you feel yes. like it's going to lead somewhere? Go ahead, Dana. Absolutely, when he dies. <laughs> so you think that Tariq's gonna die and you and you feel like gonna, it's gonna Yeah. When they kill him off they'll be like, you know, they'll have that scene of I always love you, sis and she'll be like, I love you too and then he's dead and then we all rejoice because we don't have to deal with him anymore. What if it's the other way around? Because we did get that one comment. That um, sorry, I, for, I forgot your name. Yes, that would be unfortunate, but it would be so great for Tariq. And I hope that he's there when it happens. Because he needs that. He needs that close to home type of death situation. And I don't know. Here's the thing. I struggle with him because I'm still on the fence on whether or not he should be have his behind beat. But I'm okay with them killing him. But I'm struggling with the beating. The thing is this, I understand the frustrations that he's going through. And let's be honest, he's not exactly in an environment where he feels that people want to sit down and listen to him. Okay, you have a, a, a Jamie and, and Tasha going at it. And honestly, Jamie's right. How come you haven't exactly been watching our son? Where has our son been? Why are you letting him hang out with anybody? And would you let your child hang out with 50 Cent? I mean, I probably would. I'm a big fan. Okay. (laughs) Would you let your son hang out with Kanan? Come on. No, not Kanan. There you go. Not Kanan. So, there you have it. Most parents who are there for their children, and I don't just mean physically, but, you know, emotionally supportive, invested in their kids, and not, you know, can balance dealing with their own stuff and their kids as well and making sure, where are you going? Do you have your cell phone? Call me. That type of situation with a parent, they would know who their child is hanging out with. So in a way, I kind of understand Tariq and I understand his behavior and I understand why he's doing what he's doing and his frustrations that he has. No one is actually paying attention to him. Yeah, we can yell and scream you're being a bad kid all day long, but no one is sitting there to correct him. To me, I feel that this is a cry for attention. And since I do not see this ending in a Brady Bunch situation, 
I do feel that the only way for him to kind of change his ways is for him to see something very tragic happen to him or to other people in his presence. And being kidnapped, he wasn't shot. He wasn't up in the hospital, you know, in intensive care. The parents didn't come rushing, you know, in that big dramatic scene type situation. He lived through it. So to me as a kid, as a little, as a teenage boy, I would be, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Yeah, I can be this, I can hang out with these badass people and hang out with all these thugs. And look, I'm a thug too because I kind of made it. And I'm doing the lean and the purple drink or whatever it is that these little hip hoppy kids call it nowadays. Look how great I am. So in a way, I kind of understand what he's going through. And the only thing that I say can happen for him to actually change is that death. Or if we really want to make it that way, he, it could actually harden him either even more. But the only way for me to actually see a change in Tariq, aside from a killation in front of his face, is for somebody, his parents, to come together and be a parent to this boy. Okay. So here's what I, I think is going to happen. Like, I, I think that Reyna is probably going to find out that, you know, Tariq is on the lean and she's probably going to pursue him, you know, to kind of talk some sense into him. And he's going to lead her into a dangerous situation. And, you know, she might end up, um, you know, dead probably. Um, but Rich, what do you think is going to happen between um, Tariq and Reyna? Or is there even a conclusion, you know, between them? I feel like that, like, like Dana said, I feel like something major needs to happen to Tariq to, you know, make him understand the consequences of his actions. So, Rich, do you feel like um, anything like that might happen? Yes, I agree 100% that something does need to happen. I think that you both have made some great points. I do believe what you described, Gary, as uh, her taking it upon herself to try and, and get through to him is going to be exactly what happens because we do know in this particular episode she had a conversation with her mother and her mother made it seem as though she is depending on her to watch him. Now, that may be like, yeah, she may attempt to try and go somewhere where he's going, follow him, so on and so forth, and that, and that, that may not lead to a, a good consequences for her. But I, I, I also want to make this point. I, I know that when the season started, the whole tagline of the season was that somebody was going to turn. And I think what you are seeing is that I, I, I think, while I do think that that tagline is, is there, I think that it's multiple people that are going to be turning. Obviously, we see that Dre is now becoming the one that uh, is trying to take over the drug game away from Tommy, everyone else, slowly but surely. But I also think you're seeing that Tariq is going to possibly turn to the dark side. Because the thing is, is that I think that he he won't now he won't get killed. I don't think he is going to get killed. I do think Reyna will potentially get killed based on the tip that we got from Jay Rainey that that's a possibility of something that could happen. But I think even if she gets killed, you know he's not going to feel conf confident in staying at the house because he would look at it as his parents lied to him about their past. So he may decide, well, at least I can hang out with Kanan and these guys. 
and that's why I say he may he may end up turning to the dark side, hanging out with that crew, and just deciding to completely become that type of a person. But we have to see how that comes together. But I definitely do agree, without a doubt, there is going to be some type of conclusion as far as the brother and sister because we've seen multiple times this season where they have always had their back and forth getting into these arguments. So that I feel like that's definitely leading to somewhere. I don't think the writers have just put that in there just to put it in there to just show the further con- stuff with going on with Tariq. But I think, yeah, there's going to be a resolution for that before the season is over. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, uh, let's get back to some things related to Tasha and Jamie. So um, before we, we get on to, you know, the juicy stuff, um, we was introduced to Lorenz Tate's character, who's also called Tate. And, um, you know, he's a counselor. And, you know, there is that scene where, you know, they're at the mixer at the club and everything. And Stern introduces Jamie to, you know, the, uh, the Manhattan based counselor. And then later on, Jamie talks to Lorenz Tate, who is also a counselor. And he's talking about, you know, stuff that will actually help minorities and, but Stern doesn't want, you know, Jamie to, to, to go that route. So he kind of steers him away and warns him not to deal with, you know, um, Tate. Uh, do you feel like that's going to introduce a whole nother plot line? Is something going to develop from that? Because, I mean, I doubt they would cast Lorenz Tate if he's not going to be, you know, a long-term character in, somehow. Um, so do you feel like that's going to um, lead anywhere? Dana, what do you think? Absolutely. I mean, right now I can't exactly take his character seriously. He looks like a 12-year-old boy still. But uh, as far <laughs> as the episode and the, the rest of the the what is it, which remaining of the episodes of the season, I do see him not necessarily having a major impact or a major role or a major anything in this season, but I do see him being beneficial in next season. And I, I think that with his character, they're probably introducing him to do something major come, you know, the coming epi- the coming season. And I only say that because there's so many different things that's going on with your show. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think usually at the end of the seasons, Jamie pulls off, like, you know, some some grand scheme before we get, like, the final cliffhanger or whatever like he usually manages to pull off some kind of you know um big scheme so i'm thinking maybe that might involve lorenz tate and it might be a way that he gets out of his um his debt with um you know stern or something like that so you know maybe it's gonna maybe he's gonna use him in some way regarding that uh what do you think rich yeah let me go ahead and say first and foremost black don't crack yeah, oh boy, look, 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 young as hell. Still, still look young. <laughs> and he got to be pushing close to 50. But uh, yeah, that's good. So here's the thing. Uh, Stars revealed not too long ago that he actually signed on for the for, for season five. So yeah, ah. this storyline will continue. And, you know, it, I'll be very interested to see how he is going to be used moving forward. Now, will this be a character that remains squeaky clean as as he appeared to in this particular uh, instance, or is this character really doing some underhanded, dirty stuff? You know, I don't know if, if it's possible for us to get the uh, Lorenz Tate from Dead Presidents to make a return 
on I some would uh, love that. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, this show would be amazing if he does that. If he does that villain type thing. <laughs> oh, and it would be so surprising because it just throws you off, and then he looks like he's twelve still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. It's not. It's not. It's possible. You know, this could be a character that also has a dark past, like like Ghost. Um, that we find out more about once Ghost actually does business with him. But yeah, he's definitely going to be around for uh, next season because I mean, Ghost. stars. Stars already said, yeah, he's he 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 is going to be in the next season. So we'll see. <laughs> I want him to be the secret yeah. son that Jamie didn't know he had. Going <laughs> <laughs> back for revenge and retribution. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I can't wait to see what his role is going to be in the long term. Um, it's, it's definitely got me interested. But um, moving on uh, from that, so let's get to um, Tasha. So yeah, um, wait, we already talked about Tasha, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We talked about Tasha and Terry. But did you have anything further to say about um, their relationship? No. And this, do you feel like you know? And go about your life because it's just, it's just, ugh. it's sad and desperate and lustful. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the thing, Jamie's. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just going to say. So, so here's the thing. It, it, it definitely is is a lustful relationship, but I feel as though she may try to latch on to make it more than that. And I also feel it's a very dangerous situation because if things do get more complicated with ghosts moving forward, if anything comes out that says, "Oh yeah, well the case is wide open again," then she already has someone she can latch on to for protection. In the form of Terry. So even if it was just lust in this particular episode, I'm pretty sure that there will be more that uh, she will be trying to get in with him, which is rather unfortunate because I know Dana has said it in the past that you wanted this character to be independent and free herself of from ghosts. That's my greatest fear is that she's going to end up using him for some type of monetary gain. Yeah. I'm getting back at Jamie for this. And that's what I... I freaking hate to the bottom of my core if that's what they turn Tasha into. Uh, I hope I hope not. I don't want uh, to see that. I don't want to be like, well, this is what I can do, and I can go over here with this guy and go over here with that guy over there, and I can make my money that way, or I can get back to Jamie. Her purpose and her goal should not be getting back at someone. That's true. It should be, you know taking care of yourself, your business, whichever it is that you have to do, raising your kids. And, you know, it's fine having a little fun on the side, but I don't see this as a fun on the side thing. And that's Yeah, but like the way they built it, the way they built it, it seems like it's kind of like a serious, like it's building up to be like a serious I relationship. I see this as serious. I see this as like, I'm mad. I'm going to be in my feelings right now. So I'm going to be with this guy. And oh, he also may have some money. And you know, I'll just throw a boob in his face, a little nipple over there. And yeah, I mean. I got it all. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing right now. And I don't want that. And that's yeah, maybe, uh, maybe that's how Tasha sees it. But I feel like Terry legit has feelings for her. That's nice. And all. But he's gonna be used. So then, what does that end up happening? I thought. I thought. I thought Men don't like being used. 
and then she's running around and I don't know. I thought I thought Terry Terry would be smarter than that, but let me make a quick comment, Gary. You you asked. Not when it comes to women, men can be very stupid, so I, I can see that happening. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, certainly. Uh, let, let me just uh, say something real quick, Gary. You asked earlier, you know, about this whole karaoke thing. You know that that scene was put in there so they could show off. Oh yeah, she used to be in Seven O Two, so she could still sing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why the writers was, did was that. It yeah, the group Seven O Two. Oh, oh no! With that little promise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it Cleopatra want... or something? I thought. No, no. It's it's seven o two. It's the group seven o two. It was three three girls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I, no. I remember, but I thought the group was called Cleopatra or something. But I, I'm probably thinking <laughs> of the wrong thing. Isn't that some British group? No. Uh, well, I don't know. But yeah. Um, what I was going to say as well is we know that Jamie was flirting with the reporter. Well, more like the reporter was flirting with him, but um, it seems like Jamie might get some action from her. So, like, do you feel feel like that will negate any, you know, um, any negativity towards Tasha doing her thing with Terry? Because, you know, if, if Jamie's doing his thing with the reporter and Tasha's doing her thing, then, you know, who cares at that point? Like, you know, they shouldn't have feelings, but they shouldn't have any hard feelings about it, right? No, no. What do you think, Dana? No, no. See, no. Okay, no. Because at the end of the day, I don't care whether or not, I'm going to put this in like, a, I'm going to put it into my perspective. I don't know how other women think. I'm going to do me. At the end of the day, no matter what, we shared a life together and I'm always going to feel a little bit of hurt. Maybe not always in my life, but at this moment, new, you know what I mean? The wounds and the, is still there and I'm still angry. So I'm going to still be in my feelings. But maybe like five, ten years, depending if anybody in here is still alive, I will be able to move on. Even if I'm with, I don't know, the man of my dreams or whatever, I'm still going to feel a little bit hurt. That one, it ended the way that it did. And that what we, what I thought I can have, it will always feel like, you know, it could have happened and it could have, it could have, we could have been together had you not done this. So I always have a little bit of that anger, that animosity towards you. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the scene where Jamie gave Tasha the ring, you know, he gave her the, he bought a new ring for her replacement. That felt like that was the perfect opportunity for them to kind of reset and forget everything. Because, you know, of course, Tasha had slept with Sean and Jamie had slept with Angela. Um, so that seemed like the perfect point for them to just be like, you know what, forget everything that happened. Let's move forward together and, you know, continue to to be parents and, and husband and wife. But, you know, the fact that Tasha immediately jumped in bed with Terry after that, um, I feel like it's fair game now. Like now... Now who cares, right? Like, because it's you know it's 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 something that can't be repaired at this point. I think like the the marriage can can no longer be repaired after that. I think so. It's like Jamie might as well do what he's doing. She might as well do what she's doing, and they can just continue to act. But I, what do you think, Rich? Okay, I. I, I, I have a, a few quick things to say. First and foremost, I made an error. It was not 702. It was 3LW. 
That's the group that she was in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was looking at looking at some uh, wrong information. So uh, my apologies. Yes. Uh, no, let me wait. just. I think I think no, Cleopatra was the name of the song they did. Yeah, maybe that was the song. I don't know. I don't know all the songs, Gary. I know you'd be listening to Three LW in your uh, free time. Uh, no, no. I used to bump them. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. I guess they used to be hot back in the day. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. The, the point I was going to make though is that um, to go back to what you said, Gary, about the scene where he gave her the ring, I felt at that particular, you know, the speech that he gave her, that was a heartfelt speech. Which made me feel as though he was trying to repair something when he said, yes, you made me a better man today when you did that interview. But obviously, yeah, then you said the next scene she jumps to, oh, yeah, she's right with Terry. So it's a little ridiculous, you know, very quick. Like I said, you know, from a storyteller standpoint, I thought that happened really, really quick with that whole affair thing. You know, not really any time to build up. Uh, And I know that the director, you know, they always said that the sex scene must be earned. Uh, I, I still thought that that was a very quick uh, turnaround time. But in terms of the whole relationship thing, they got to be very careful with this because, again, the public image of, of when they did that whole, you know, interview, the public image is that they are still a family trying to work together. So if you have people out here, you know, cheating and stuff like that, and sooner or later, somebody going to notice that. And I believe with that reporter, if he does sleep with that reporter, there is no way in hell that that information will not get out there sooner rather than later. So they have to be careful about that public image. And I feel like that's an issue also because Stern is involved. And, you know, if you lose a deal or whatever, then that will make him look bad also. So I don't really know how that's going to fall out. But I I just see because they had that whole thing where the reporter came up to him and had that whole conversation, like she wanted a piece of ghost, like she wanted to jump him right then and there at the the party. I feel like that's going to happen now. And uh, I I hope it doesn't. Because it'll be too expected, but I just feel like the way they placed that in there, it's like, yeah, it is going to happen. But no, go go ahead, Dana. Oh, that was that was that was basically it. That, that was that was, that's all I have to say. Oh, okay. With these, <laughs> with these characters <laughs> and this whole relationship at this moment in time, like for me, just leave. Everybody should just leave. Pack up your bags and go. Go upstate. Another country, downstate, I don't know. Go have a farm somewhere and milk some cows. Yeah, well, hey, listen, you, we, I think we said in the last episode, you know, sex is something they always have to show in the in this show, one way or another. So I knew Tasha yeah, was going to... I have gonna... a problem with that. I don't. Just yeah. be smart about it. Be smart. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so frustrated you... right now. You're saying that like people are smart about sex in real life. That that definitely isn't the case. <laughs> I'm the only practical person here, so darn it. Hey, be smart. Hey, so so am I. And so is Rich. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all, we're all practical. It's just uh, they 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 make the characters like, uh, man, I got I got I got to get me some. I got to get me some before this ten episode uh, season is over, and that's what you see. So Ghost will definitely get himself some. Angela probably, you know, maybe she'll have an affair. Maybe she'll decide to sleep with Donovan because I thought that's the direction they were going in when <laughs> Donovan showed up to the house. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah, but I'm glad. Yeah, she had to get <laughs> I don't know. I, Angela has to get herself another brother because she, she can't go back now. 
But, uh, yeah, so the final thing I wanted to bring up was, um, I forget their surname, but, um, you know, I believe the brother is called Diego. You know, um, obviously they, they, they are, they seem to be the leaders of the, the, um, the, the Mexican group that Julio was with. Um, so yeah, they were introduced and obviously it was a very violent, brutal scene. Um, you know, they killed the, they killed the guy, they killed, you know, his wife or girlfriend, and we even saw, like, the blood splatter on the baby, like, that was real cold and ruthless right there, um, but yeah, do do, do you feel like they're gonna be long-term characters now, and if so, like, where's that gonna go, because I feel like they wouldn't just introduce us to the characters like that if they weren't gonna play a part in what, what's gonna happen next, um, so you guys got any thoughts on that? Go Uh, ahead, Rich. Yeah, I, I do have some thoughts. I'll be brief so Dana can say hurts. Uh, I'll just say this right now. I like the fact when they have villains like this, you know, very, very ruthless, don't really care. You know, I I was convinced in that little bit of time I saw them, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is a nice little villain that uh, could pose a problem. And because of the way that uh, Dre is currently involved in this situation, and because we saw how he treated Julio, I could see him coming to them and saying, listen, you know, I'll, I'll do a deal with y'all. It, the only, only, only thing we need to agree upon is we need to cut Tommy out of the business. And so then that would pit them right up against Tommy and whoever is on his side, which I'm assuming he would try to get Ghost back to some degree because he ain't got Julio no more. So this, this is going to really shake things up, I think, moving forward. Because of that whole situation where Julio was now out of the picture because you know, this guy was seen as a you know, well, he was the right-hand man because Ghost wasn't there. Ghost was locked up for most of the season. So now Tommy is a bit is a bit uh, vulnerable at the moment. You know, you saw how when Kanan and Ghost ran up in his place, shot the guy and took the money. Look how easy that was. So I think <laughs> the character is a little vulnerable now uh, in, that, in those regards. Yes, he's still crazy and reckless, but if he has to go up against all these people at once, uh, that may that may pose a bit of a problem. So I, I definitely see Dre now that he has talked himself into that whole thing. And and by the way, I thought that was I thought that was very quick. Also, how right that quick Tommy's like, yes, you got the job. Just that quick, Julio ain't even dead for for a whole week. Well, to us he is because <laughs> we saw the show last week. So yeah, but it's like that quick they jump to that conclusion. Yes, you know, you you would be good. You you would be good distro. I thought that was a little quick, but uh, obviously. Yeah, and and Tommy should have suspected something, like because, like, why would Dre like he he straight up came out with it like right then and there, like he didn't even process the fact that Hudeo was dead, and he was like, "So you're gonna make me distro?" Like Tommy should have suspected something right there, but yeah, absolutely. carry on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He should have suspected something, but he did it. I, I don't know why. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just like I, I feel like you know Dre is positioning himself to have all the power. And I, I definitely see him convincing them to say, you know, this Tommy guy is a problem. Why don't why don't we take him out? So this is going to pose a problem as we move forward in the series. Uh, I'm very curious to see how they decide to handle it. But as far as the new villains are concerned, yeah, we, we can definitely say that the, the the scene in which the parents were killed was brutal. You know, the little baby, the blood gets on the baby, and then you see the lady like, hey, who's that? Trying to talk to the baby after the baby saw parents get killed. Probably doesn't even understand what happened to the parents. So, yeah, very brutal. But I think that 
again, for a show like this, you have to show the brutal nature of the drug game. I think these villains would be great just in that little bit of time they introduced them, but let's see how they use them moving forward. Um, but that's my yeah. thoughts. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, it's it's crazy because now we've got the Serbs and we've got, you know, this crew. So like that like, I feel like there's a gang war that's gonna brew at some point. But um Dana, what would you feel about these new characters? We got the Serbs, we need the Irish to come in there. What's next? The 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 Crips, the Bloods, the the Grape Street. <laughs> They're just throwing every gang in there they can possibly think of. But here's the thing. I wonder, yes, what happened with the scene was very brutal. It was very violent. I kind of thought it was very realistic because you hear of these situations where children are, you know, the blood is on the children and even situations where children are murdered on purpose. You know what I mean? In that type of rival situation. So... I like that idea. My thing is, yes, you can come in big and bold and brazen and bloody and violent and everything else, but how smart are these people? That's what I want to know. So I I think that it will pose another threat. I do see this being, as was previously stated, a drug war. Just don't add any more people to this, please. Because this is going to get, again, too complicated, convoluted, and confusing. Hey, uh, I like this so far. Let, let, I yeah, I I agree with that. Let me just jump in real quick and say this. Gary said it best, uh, so I believe Gary's prediction will come true. Toretsi will get involved to protect his son, so the mob could get involved in this to make sure that Tommy is safe. Oh, that's well, one thing I didn't. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think they, they established that everybody is getting involved. They're introducing fifteen thousand different people. <laughs> So, yeah. like I said, basically, it'll be the Royal Rumble. They're going to get all the gangs will come in. The GDs and the or, Vice yeah. Lords. The Vice Lords, JDs, you know, some kid. Or, you know, you can have Tariq form his own gang called the Lean. And he'll just come <laughs> in there as well. Maybe West Side Star. Who knows? Lawrence Tate could, who knows? Maybe he has his own drug lord thing going on. I, de- I definitely think there is going to be something up with that character in the next season because I, I don't really think it's just like a squeaky clean character. It has to be something to that character because even when they introduced Stern, you saw he had another life stuff he was doing. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it'll have to be because it'll make sense that way. I don't exactly see him being, you know, Come to the right side, my son, and you know I don't see. It. <laughs> I see him as, you know, I see this as a situation where Jamie is trying his hardest. You know, when you try your hardest to do real good in the world, and you try your hardest to be the best person you can be, but it just keeps being that devil on your shoulder that makes you want to turn back to your old ways. And I think he'll see you, Lorenz take Maybe he's being as like, you know, I can be good and clean and have these businesses and go that straight path of righteousness that I want to. And he'll be that snake that leads him to that forbidden tree again. That's what I see Lawrence Tate. He's the, he's the yeah. wolf in sheep's clothing. I, I don't know. I, I feel like, like me personally, I feel like um, he's going to. He's going to get out of his deal with Stern somehow and, and Tate is going to help him. And then him and Tate are going to be partners in a new venture. And 
That's but why Tate is going to have a long term. Well, probably not. Yeah, it's probably it's probably not going to be clean. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. This is why I don't like people. Like this show kind of teaches you, and I know it's wrong to say, but anything in this show that says anybody's like trust me or I can help you, I just see them as being a little too sneaky. I see they're being mm-hmm. this, this show is very opportunistic. So yeah, I well, think I mean, of any type that, of deal that's going to happen is no, it's not good. Well, yeah, that, that they, seems to be. The, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, I, I, I think that 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 is in there because they want the the, the viewer to keep guessing who was loyal and who was not. Um, but uh, I don't even think the writers know who's loyal and who's not at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we'll see. What, what was you gonna say, Gary? I was pretty much gonna say what you was gonna say. But I mean, even the writers ain't loyal because you know Fifty's threatening to bring the show somewhere else. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Fifty is overdramatical. I know that's not a word, but let's <laughs> pretend it's a word. We all know what I'm saying. He is overdramatical, and he has always been overdramatical. So let him sit and simmer with his own little dramatical self. The show will be fine. It's not going anywhere. He's threatening to cancel this show fifteen thousand times per season per episode. So just let him go. He needs a break. Yo, chill. I'm a Fifty Cent fan, man. Don't I talk mean, grimy about Fifty. I like Fifty Cent. You know, party in the club. Right on. It's my birthday. So. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, but yeah. Um, though that was all the questions I had. Um, do you guys have anything specific you wanted to bring up? Rich, you got anything? Oh no! I, well, I, I'm just gonna say, um, yeah, there definitely was a lot going on th- in in this episode. Um, some things happened a little bit faster than I anticipated that they would happen. So I'm very curious to see uh, what the plan is for the next couple of episodes. You know, obviously, you know, a ten episode season. So you would think there's some stuff that will get wrapped up in the next three episodes, but then there will also be some stuff that lingers over into next season. So. I'm curious to see what happens, but uh, I will just say a lot of stuff happened this episode. I don't know if I would say it was a throwaway episode. Uh, I, I would definitely say, though, that it's definitely hard to keep up with some of the things that is happening, and uh, I'm looking forward to clarity in, in terms of uh, moving forward. But, yeah, that's all I had to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like they do need, like, I'm I'm with 50 and, and Courtney because I feel like this needs to be more than 10 episodes now because um, it seems like they're trying to cram in a lot of things now and I feel like they would benefit from having 12 episodes because then things would, you know, happen at a more consistent pace and it wouldn't all be crammed in. But um, Dana, what's your no, final verdict? What, what's your final thoughts? There have been plenty of shows that have had their orders cut. There have been shows that requested to have their orders cut. And they knew by having a a specific plan, you can plan out an entire series uh, with 10 episodes, have everything coherent and make sense and not be rushed. So that's an excuse. Unless this show got their episodes cut, as they was writing episode 10 and they just found this out. No, that's a no. See, I don't like that excuse and that's an excuse. You know how to write something and you do it 
coherently. Are you trying to tell me, even with 12 episodes, that this show would still make sense with the 15,000 different characters and storylines that you still add in? No. Yes. So be coherent. Have writing, have it make sense. Cut out things that does not need to be in there. And this is why I say I was leaning towards it being a throwaway episode. Unless you expect the season finale to just be a free-for-all and we're supposed to just remember every single storyline that's been going on. Or unless everything is basically only the main parts are something we should pay attention to and everything's just a throwaway. So this show to me is just getting too many characters, too many storylines. I don't know which one I should take as a priority. I'm old. My memory is not always that great. So they need to help me by helping themselves and to plan this out better. So I want smoother episodes. I want things to be properly transitioned. That's the only thing that I have to say. And please uh, fix Dana, you're you're not old. You're you're as young as Lorenz Tate. <laughs> That's correct. You're right. You're right. You're right, Gary. Um, let let me just make a quick comment to piggyback off of what she said. Uh, I don't know what Courtney has planned for season five, but they better have a hell of a lot planned for season five because there has to be a reason why they're rushing all of this story through this season. And you can't save nothing for next season. So I, I do agree. And one thing I will add on to that is that, again, this show started off as eight episodes. So they already have the, uh, two additional episodes this season. The last season, I think we got eight episodes. So, yeah, they already got more to work with. So I don't know what they got planned for season five, but there must be a reason why they're rushing all of this stuff to get to season five. I don't really know what that is. So we have to figure out what that is because I, I have no idea. Oh. Wait, did you mean last season was eight episodes? Because last season was ten episodes as well. Oh, oh, it was? Oh, okay, all yeah. right. Well. It, it was the first season that was eight episodes. Ah, okay. So they're, so they're definitely saying that they need more than ten now. They need at least twelve per no, season. That's what makes me even more frustrated. You've been doing perfectly fine with your ten episodes before. Now, all of a sudden, we need twelve. No. Stick with ten. Learn how to write. Well, well, I, I, I do agree with that. And again, I'm just going to say uh, there must be a major plan in place for season five because I, I don't really understand why you have to tell all of these storylines and you have to get through all of them in this one season. So there has to be a reason for it, but I guess we'll find out what that is because I initially thought that it was building to Ghost versus Kanan. Now I have no idea what the hell direction they're going to take that, but we'll have to see um, moving forward. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, you guys in the comments, let us know your thoughts. We're eager to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and that's going to be it for this week. But definitely make sure you subscribe. There's an iTunes feed in the in the link box, in the description box, sorry. Um, so you can subscribe if you want to, you know, listen to the show while you're going to work or something like that. Instead of watching on YouTube, then definitely subscribe on iTunes. Um, and definitely check out thecoalition.com, coalition with a K. And we have a lot of different entertainment things on there. We cover other TV shows, movies, video games, and everything. So stop by the site and check everything out for sure. But for now, we're going to um, love you and leave you. So take care and have a great week, everyone. And we'll see you next week.